The Last Word on Sport on Today FM. With Carlsberg, official beer partner of the FAI. Probably the best partnership in the world. Get the facts, be drink aware, visit drinkaware.ie. Now there's a big American football game coming up at the end of August here in Ireland. College's football is absolutely enormous. It gets an incredible amount of coverage in the United States. Enormous crowds. And Notre Dame, the Fighting Irish, are coming to the Aviva Stadium in August. And we're joined by one of the players who's over here in advanced. Nana Osafa Mensa. thank you very much for taking the time to join us. Just remind us, who are you playing in that game at the end of August? We're playing the Navy Midshipmen on August 26th. That was going to be a good matchup. Yeah, that's one of the big games in the college football calendar, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's a big rivalry, but nothing like a bad blood rivalry. It's just more of a game that we've played every year against the Navy out of just respect for them because of what they did for us in our history. And what is that? I believe it was either World War One or World War Two. basically. Notre Dame was about to shut down its facilities and shut down the school itself because a lot of the students had to be drafted for the war, of course. But Navy had made a deal with Notre Dame to where they basically had um, accepted an offer to use Notre Dame facilities for the Naval Academy people and those that are fighting in the war and training and everything to come there, like sleep there, use their housing facilities, kitchens and all of that. And that basically was able to keep Notre Dame within good running and let them say is operating as a school itself. Of course, Notre Dame has this big Irish tradition as well, doesn't it? Huge Which, Irish tradition, yes, sir. What, what sense of that? Was it Irish founders? Um, I don't know if it's 100% Irish founders, but I do know that there's been... There was there there was a big story about one time the, um, the Ku Klux Klan was coming through South Bend, Indiana, and students had basically gather together to go and basically chase off the KKK out of that, and that kind of started around... Um, the whole fighting Irish type of idea and the whole mascot because, of course, they were just fighting off such a great, uh, like, a, just a great opportunity for them to really get such a hate crime type of people out of their city and all of that. So, so. it's an honourable tradition. It isn't this sort of um, cliche that you sometimes get of the drunken Irish lighting getting involved no. in a fight. <laughs> this was something honourable done yes. to confront the KKK. Exactly. That's very interesting. What yeah. brought you to Dublin in advance of the game in August? So um, I've been able to have an opportunity to have an internship with um, Everest of Sutherland. And basically I've been just working in their tax division and learning about the legal firm, li- legal firm life. Sorry about that. And just learning how to be a lawyer and what it takes to be that and how that kind of works in the day of life. Because is that your ambition or would your ambition as a linebacker with Notre Dame be to go to the pro game once you finish college? Well, no, I play defensive end, but definitely oh, being... sorry, I was no, told you were a linebacker, sorry. <laughs> no, it's all cool. But yeah, definitely being able to play in the league, get to the NFL is going to be my biggest ambition no matter what. That's going to be my number one priority. But after that, we all know football doesn't last forever. Even if you've played 10 years, you're not going to be able to be playing your entire life. So being able to go to law school and then eventually be an attorney somewhere, whether that's in Ireland or back in the States, will be my eventual dream. Yeah, and when you play American football with a college, given that there is so much involved, I know it's completely amateur and unpaid, but the perception might be that it's a preparation for players to go to the pro league. Mm -hmm. So does that mean the concentration all is on the sport and let you leave the academics be very much secondary? I would definitely say not really, especially at a place like Notre Dame. I mean, some schools... It depends. The academics aren't going to be as elite as Notre Dame. But at the same time, no matter what school you are playing at, you should always have your academics be, if not higher, 
the same level as football itself because, of course, you're going to have the ambitions to want to get to the league. You're going to put in countless hours, but your education, your degree is still going to mean everything for you because that's what's going to take you longer in life regardless of what happens to you in football. Because whether you make a million dollars, whether you make $10 million of football, if you don't have that education behind you to know how to back and support it, especially when it comes to financial standards, you're going to find yourself in a mess to where all that football is not going to matter at all. So for me personally, and a lot of my teammates at Notre Dame, we took our academics very seriously. Even though sometimes we do have a little bit less time to work on it, we always find a way to do it. Whether that means us having to reach out to support staff and teachers and other people that know that they can always be there for us when we're struggling academically because we have so many hours committed to football itself. But we always try to make sure that we're keeping a nice balance between the two of them. How dangerous, though, is American football to play? That's what a lot of people worry about. We, we, a lot of people here in Ireland play rugby union. Which I don't know how familiar you are with it. But it can be high-impact sport, a lot of head injuries. And the belief is, amongst a lot of Irish people, that American football is even more dangerous, more high-impact, and that the helmets you wear don't necessarily provide any more protection. In fact, at times, they can be used almost as an offensive weapon. How... how Fearful would you be of the consequences of injury in American football? Personally, I feel like if you live in Ireland and you're not afraid to walk across the streets, sometimes when the cars are crossing, you have no problem playing football. But personally, like, football isn't bad. I mean, sure, injuries happen and everything. A lot of concussions happen. There's a lot of ACL and knee injuries that happens. But there's been so much development in science and technology to where they can prevent that so much to the point of where For instance, like our team, we have probably about four different types of helmets that you can use. And each helmet has a different review rating on concussion rate and how often that happens. But at the end of the day, like a concussion can happen anytime. But we do also small things behind the scenes, such as like in our weight room training, we train our neck strength a lot because the neck strength, having a stable neck can also really um, create an opportunity to where you can protect your head when it comes down to those impact times in the game. And of course, just being coached on how to hit correctly, how to tackle correctly, and how to just make contact against other people because, like you were saying, like concussions can happen so much. I mean, the brain is used, the head is used almost in every play itself, but there's just so much precautions that we take into it, and there's so many ways that we're taught to basically play the game protectively, like in a protective way so that we don't have to be getting ourselves hurt. So, full house at the Aviva Stadium this August. What's it like as a college player to play in front of big crowds like you do? It's really a blessing. I mean, it's cool to be able to play in front of thousands and thousands of people. But at the end of the day, like our coach always emphasizes that no matter what field we're on, it's always going to be 120 yards by 53 and a third yards. And that's just how it is really wherever you are, because no matter who's out there watching you, it could be 10,000 people, it could be 100,000 people. But at the end of the day, it's great fans watching us play the sport that we've been playing our whole life. And so that's the thing that never really causes us to get too nervous, because at the end of the day, we remember that we're playing more for our families and more playing for each other on the field than always all the fans. So if you can kind of separate that, you won't really have the anxiety and feel the pressure on it. Because I had a good friend named Ben that told me, you know, pressure's for tires, not people. <laughs> and so just always remembering that it's just going to help you just keep going in and know what to do when you're on the field. Will you be expected now to be the tour guide for all your teammates <laughs> in August, given that you've had the week here in advance? Yeah, I'm looking forward to being able to do that for my teammates and even my family, because now this being my second time in Ireland, I have a, I wouldn't say a great idea of everything in the city, but I definitely know the little bits and pieces that I would love to show my people. Of course, you're not from Gary, Indiana, where Notre Dame is based, are South you? Bend, Indiana. South Bend, Indiana. Yes, Sorry, sir. I keep mixing up those no. two. South Bend. <laughs> but you're from well distance from there initially, aren't you? Mm-hmm, yeah, I'm from Fort Worth, Texas. Okay. And that's, of course, the thing in America. People do travel vast distances, don't they, to go to their universities of choice? Oh, yeah. People go all over the country, even outside the country for their schools. 
just because there's so many different opportunities or so many things that you can go look at. And for me personally, Notre Dame is like a 15 hour drive from my my home. But my parents are able to come up during games and then during the offseason, I don't see them as much and I don't really go back to Texas a whole lot. But it's okay because it really gives us a chance to really venture out and meet people and get out of our comfort zone because being in Texas your whole life, you're only going to really meet people from Texas or people really coming in. But a place like Notre Dame is a huge melting pot of people from all over the place. We have a huge international student rate. We have people from all over the place, such as India, China, West Africa, South America, everywhere. So I'm really happy that I was able to go to a school like that because I know if I stayed somewhere more local, I probably wouldn't have been able to meet all these different types of people. I hope you enjoy the rest of your trip here to Ireland and that you very much enjoy when you get back for the big game against Navy at the end of August in the Aviva Stadium. Nana Osafa Mensah, thank you very much for being with us here on The Last Word. Thank you. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.